Welcome to the Scap Show. I'm your host, the one and only Carter Scappa. And today, the Scap Show is not in its original location, which is my basement or wherever I have Wi-Fi at certain times. This we are here at Jaquette Field, home of the 2020 MAC Conference Division Three College Baseball League champion, your College Spartans. I'm here in their broadcast booth here, recording this podcast. It's a very beautiful 73 degrees out on a Friday Friday afternoon. And now for your lead story here today. Sorry this episode came in a little late, but been dealing with a lot of stuff lately. I haven't been able to get on, but I'll make this the best show you want to listen to. Your Catholic Fighting Irish... Last Friday, defeated the Bermudian Spring Eagles by the score of 39 to 25 in what was a little slow start for the Irish, but they were able to come up and they were able to come up big when after 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 they got things all sorted out. So this is these and the Irish ended up advancing to 5-0, and the Eagles dropped to two and four, which could pretty much take them out out of the playoff race in order to get to the district. And here are the stats for this one for the Fighting Irish. Their quarterback, LeVan McFadden, 4 for 11, 17 yards, one interception. And the passing yards might have not been on point, but when you, take, when you hear the numbers of these rushing stats, your mind could end up being blown away. 15 carries, 115 yards, 7.7 average yards per run. And 15, 115 yards rushing and three touchdowns. That is very impressive I've seen from a quarterback. I that That's one of the first things I've ever seen. I've never seen a quarterback run the way he runs. And most of his runs are not like little short runs. These runs are are very long runs. Because he's in great condition. He's very fast and very physical. And now for the skill positions, wide receiver Danny Sterling, one carry, six yards, and had one reception for nine yards as well. Tally along with it. Wide receiver Daniel Devitt, one carry for one yard. Quinn Brennan, two carries, eight yards. Running back Nick Kreischer, two carries for six yard for seven yards. About that. Running back Andrew Adams, 19 carries for 80 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions, six yards, and 4.2 yards per carry. Overall, the Irish offense looked really good. The O-line play, played their hearts out, even when center Ryan Tully went down. The other, the other one, Bill Gilman, was able to step in there and was able to make an impact. So good job on him. And the rest of the O-line, Ryan Tully, very good game. Nick Casagrande, very good. Dom DeMarco, fantastic. Colin Faust. Oh, yeah. 
and guard, my man Cole Benish. Yeah. Very good. So here's one big stat you gotta hear from the Irish run game. 217 combined yards out of all the players. And when you compare that to only 70 yards passing, that just shows how physical this, this team wants to be. Like, they're going to just punch you in the mouth, and they'll just they'll pass whenever they want to, but they don't need to. It's the point. And, all their big pa- and most of their big pass plays are all touchdowns. And they're huge explosive plays. A good co- job on, on coaching by offensive coordinator Coach Matt Sense and his younger brother Adam Sense. And now we go to the defensive side. The defense really doesn't allow that many big explosive plays. Not saying the defense wasn't on point today. I'm not criticizing anyone, but. Hopefully, I guarantee this next game is going to be. This pretty much almost showed that like the defense is not invincible. This just shows they're not invincible and and all and, and not unbeatable. And this is like a kind. This almost this game almost felt like a wake up call for, for on the defensive side. For so here are the defensive stats. I will come back to that later. Quarterback Daniel Sterling, four so three solo tackles, four assists, seven total tackles. D line Michael Shelley, one solo, three assists, four total tackles, and a fumble recovery. Linebacker Nick Kreischer, three solo tackles, seven assists, ten total tackles, one point zero sack, and two force fumbles. Good job, man. Safety Jack Mahoney on special teams had one solo tackle, one assist, and two total tackles. Good job, Mahoney. Safety Quinn Brennan, three solo tackles, seven assists, ten total tackles. Safety LeVan McFadden, one solo tackle, one assist, two total tackles. Defensive end Ryan Kirchner. One solo, three assists, four total tackles, and a big sack late in the end of the game. That pretty much decided it. Very clutch. Good job, Kirchner. Especially make sure you wear that jacket today, man. Want to see the jacket. And now this stat will be interesting. Linebacker Andrew Adams. Two solo tackles, ten assists, twelve total tackles, 3.0 tackle for loss, 1.0 1.0 sack and an interception. And also, sophomore nose tackle Bill Gilman, who's been really making a big impact. It's the Bill, and I call him, and we give him many names, but we're going to call him Bill Gilman here. One solo tackle, one total tackle, but it was 1.0 tackle for loss and one big sack in the game. Which was huge. I guarantee these next these next two years he plays, he's gonna be a huge force. With his size and strength, he he'll just bulldoze and just run over the those O linemen. Linebacker Colin Faust, 
Four solo tackles, four assists, eight total tackles, 1.0 tackle for loss, and one sack himself. Wait a minute. And linebacker Dom DeMarco, one assist, one total tackle. Good job, Dom. Interior D lineman Nick Costagrande, five solo tackles, three assists, eight total tackles. Cornerback Daniel Devitt, five solo tackles, two assists, seven total tackles, and a big pass deflection. Kicker Nick Andrezi was four for five in, f in field goals and PATs. Good job, man. And this total kickoff yards, 358 yards. Impressive. You know, I, I know I can kick like that. I don't know. Kickers? That's, embarrassing. That's why he's a four-and-a-half-star kicker. And probably soon to be five as well. The Irish had a total of four sacks in that game. And in just in that game, they, got, they made the quarterback feel, feel uncomfortable in the pocket. And Bermudian... Bermudian's style was that they wanted to just they, – they tried to run the ball a lot and take a lot they, – they, their style strategy was take a lot of time off the clock and leave Yarish's offense on the sidelines and not give him enough time. Like I understand that's very smart, but, but like it's hard to do that on this defense because this, def this defense is, is very physical and – you might get a big play on them, but they'll come right back and just punch you in the mouth. And now for the way that – and when we come back, I will talk about the way the game flow went. And how it sure happened, which was, which was kind of back and forth a bit. When I come back, I will go over it. You're watching The Scap Show. I'm your host, the one and only Carter Scappa. Be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the Scap Show. I'm your host, the one and only Carter Scappa. And if you didn't, if, if we have new viewers joining us and you didn't hear earlier, we are live from Jaquette Field, home of the York College Spartans. Make sure you watch their baseball games coming up. They are a very talented team. Now back to football. So the York Catholic Fighting Irish, they defeated the Bermudian Spring Eagles. By the score of 39 to 25. And now it is time for the game flow of it. Of how each score happened. Early in the game, it, there isn't really much to talk about at the beginning. Because it, it, it was kind of, the Irish offense, not trying to criticize anybody. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, the, the flow wasn't, wasn't there right Bermudian took an early 10-0 lead in the second quarter, getting a first drive touchdown, and 
a big field goal to go up to go up ten nothing. But then a big turn and a big turner at one point helped the Irish get gain some momentum to get back in. And that happened when quarterback LeVan McFadden, and this is this is when it all gets started here. Runs in for nineteen yards for the score and cuts the lead down to three. And then something big on defense. A safety happens, and the Irish are only down within one. And they get the football back. And at the big point of the second quarter, McFadden runs 37 yards for the touchdown to make it 16-10. to And that's not all. Right before the end of the half, McFadden again, six-yard TD run, and... It seems like the Irish's offense has it all controlled. 23 to 10 going into the half. And what I will I will give Bermudian credit with this. They did not lay down. They did show us some fight. But we didn't do the same. We didn't come we they thought we were going to come in there. Bermudian did not we did not think Bermudian was going to take us lightly. And since they had lost to Fairfield, this next from this next game, they were going to come out aggressive, and that's exactly what happened in the second half. Bermudian got a score to bring it back within six, to make it twenty-three to seventeen. And the Irish special teams, I'm not criticizing anyone, a little, little have had a little struggling going on, and the Irish were able to. Get a, get another touchdown back themselves with Andrew Adams rushing a six-yard touchdown run to increase the lead to 30-17. to 17. But then Bermudian returned a kick back very far to midfield. But the Irish defense was able to withstand that. And they got the ball back, which Nick Andresi made a 29-yard field goal to make it 33-17 to 17 in, in the middle of the fourth quarter. And this is where the game got very interesting, got back interesting, where the Eagles caught a long touchdown pass with with a lot of time to go, with around over four minutes to go in the, in the game. And they got the two-point conversion to bring it back within eight. And so now the question was, what was going to happen? How would, the, how would the Irish be able to... If the Irish... They needed a few first downs... And a touchdown could probably seal it up. But then at one point, when the Irish couldn't, were not able to get the score, the Eagles had the football back down in their zone. 80 yards to travel and trying to tie the game up at 33. On the first play, Bermudian quarterback backs the throw up in the pocket, rows it, Pass gets batted in and picked off by Andrew Adams, and he returns it inside the 10. And the Irish, they didn't seal it yet, but it was about, but it felt like that just stuck the dagger right in, into the Eagles. They just, that just put, that shut the door, the nail in the coffin, game over. And Andrew Adams added to it. To make it 20, 39 to 25, Nick Andresi, the kick would be blocked, but 
The Irish would still be up by 14 points, and Bermudian would have to go a long distance in order to come back. And even though it looked like Bermudian was driving on him, Ryan Kircher came up clutch with a humongous sack to seal, to seal the deal. And the Irish would win the game, increasing their record to 5-0. Shout out to head coach, Eric, Coach Eric Depew. Very good coaching. Also the offensive, the offensive coaches, Adam and Matt Sense, the Sense brothers. Bill, don't you mess with the names anymore. Don't you do it. And defensive, defensive coordinator, Coach Haig. Very good, very good, solid job, Coach. And the Irish will come back, will have to come back next week and take on a much better opponent in Fairfield, at the, but it will be at their own stadium, which they do not lose at home. That's the last thing they do. They do not lose. That's the one thing they're not going to do. And they have a pink out going for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Which Fairfield is a three is a three and one team, four, four and one. My bad. And a lot, all their games have been close. Like Fairfield has not blown anybody out except except Camp Hill. And for Bermudian, they go to play to play the team in McSherry's town. And for this game, for the Irish to win, they're gonna have to to be able to run this football down. Fairfield's throat. And when they pass, hopefully the passing game, and, and hopefully this doesn't happen, where the Irish are down early, and then they gotta like regroup and do all the do all that in order to come back. That I don't think will happen this game. I'm making a prediction here, a bold prediction for this game. The Irish end up making a huge comeback at at first. It, where it looks like they're down, but they're only down three nothing. But then they just storm right back and put up twenty one right after that first drive, and are twenty one to three at the half. They ended up sealing it at twenty eight to ten. Ray McFadden throws for over hundred yards passing, over hundred yards rushing. Andrew Adams rushes for over hundred yards, and the defense gets. Two interceptions, one almost returned for a touchdown, and the Irish have a return player, edge rusher Josiah Dots, a very hard hitter. When he gets in there, oof, teams are gonna have a tough time with, with, how, with how hard he comes in on the ball carrier, because he's gonna hit them, and it's gonna hurt. And I don't think Fairfield is going to be able to withstand them. They're not going to lay down for a fact, but the Irish special teams is going to be the big factor in this one. They've got a different play. They have defensive lineman Jacob McKnight going in there. And when he goes in, hopefully he can run through those defenders. And their style is good for... Fairfield's style is going to be running up the middle with that ball. And they're going to just try to run through the pack, which I do not believe will work. I feel like the Irish defenders are going to be too physical and are going to just, 
are going to just box them in and shut them down. Thank you for listening to the Scab Show. I'm your host, the one and only Carter Scappa, live from Jaquette Field here in York, PA. Be sure to tune in tonight for your Catholic Fighting Irish against the Fairfield Knights. And make sure to listen to it on Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. And just... And if you haven't listened to any other episodes, you might want to listen to them. They're very... They're very neat. And I will see you guys during the next episode, which will either be the Fairfield game, depending on what happens, or I'm going to have another special guest. Or maybe I'll talk about some college football stuff. Who knows and finds out. I will see you guys. Thank you for listening. Peace.